Bad in a Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. This podcast is sponsored by Flymo, home of the hover and the only garden brand that my nan will use. Don't bother asking her about the rest. She only wants a Flymo. My nan loves them. My mum and dad love them. I love them. Everything I've had from Flymo is quality, it's affordable, and it's designed to make caring for your garden easy. From the robotic, which will literally just do the work for you, that's my sort of gardening, to the hovers that will literally glide over the grass, cut it for you, sorted. Anything that makes tidying your garden quickly and easily is a win in my book. Now, my nan bought my hover for me about 10 years ago, probably went old school and got it from a shop, and you can do the same. Or you can hit the link in the description, flymo.com. You get free delivery on all orders over 45 quid. You can't ask better than that. Get it delivered. Get that grass cut. Today's podcast is the best bits from last night's show. We are live every Monday to Thursday, 8 till 10, on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Anywhere, are we anywhere else? Them, just them places at the moment. If you want to watch, if you want to get involved, if you want to phone in, Monday to Thursdays, 8 till 10. Let's press play on it. Hello, and we are live for week two, week two of the Skinny Jean Garner Show live. What's going on? You can phone in on tonight's show on 0742357425201. New setup, so expect technical difficulties, and we're talking one of the worst things in the world life planet, slugs. That's it, to slugs, bugs, and mugs. Now... Did that. Uh, you may see one of the most annoying bugs tonight, which I didn't expect to be part of the show. As somehow a fly has got into the studio and will not. You might be able to hear him at some point or see him. It's going to... He's just going to go nuts around the lights for the whole two hours. So that'll be fun. That's something nice, isn't it? Uh, we were meant to have a uh, guest tonight, uh, Captain Satsuma. First guest of the show, of this brand new show, was supposed to be on tonight. Unfortunately, he can't be on. We're going to get him on in a few weeks' time. Unfortunately, due to uh, other things going on, he can't make it. So it's just me and you tonight, guys. Just me, you, the fly, and a bit of good old garden chat. Uh, I want to talk about slugs at some point. If anyone knows about, do you know, hey guys, do you know about slugs? About slugs, we're gonna talk about that later. T-shirt was free. Well, you wanna be. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting t-shirt, mate. 
Trump 2020. Well, it was... That's what I say. Well, I don't, well, I actually don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. Make America great again. Well, um, if you're not in America, Ian. No, no. Neither was a T-shirt. It was made in China <laughs> and posted from China. <laughs> Brilliant. There's some irony amongst that. <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. Uh, we've got you on, mate, finally. Yeah, but I can only do it on my phone. The iPads don't work. Well, it doesn't matter, mate, anyway. We've got you. No, got a week. I've not been very helpful either to you to do it, so... um. Anyway, mate, how are you? What's been going on? Not a lot. Cut the lawn, basically. What's that again? Twice. I've cut the lawn twice. Yeah. Well, it's it, was, it was so much grass on that lawn, I just cut it on the highest setting and then let the sun dry out a bit. It's been sunshine in Manchester. Makes a change. That is, a, that is amazing. I hope you took a photo. <laughs> Oh, I didn't. No, never thought. <laughs> I was too busy cutting the lawn. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's twice. It's now nice and short. Fingers crossed the last time this year. I remember when I first cut my lawn and it was wet. Like the first time I ever was trusted to cut a lawn. And it absolutely hacked it to pieces. I should have well, listened to them. Yeah, I, I did try doing it on a low setting. And there's so many lumps and hollers in my lawn. Now, couldn't, couldn't push it through, so I had to lift it up, cut it, gave it an hour because the sun was on it, and then thought, I'll try again. What's your, lawn, what's your lawn look like, Ian? Is it like a, a proper, like, pristine, like, bit of bowling green? Or has it got all sorts yeah. of shit? No, lumps, hollers. Where the dog's been and turned it yellow and yeah, that's a real one. That's what that's I could have. Sorry, I missed that one, Lee. I said that's what they should have on the advert. So I told Flymer about that. I said, get you should get a real lawn on there. Get your lawn on there, Ian. Get them on the TV. Do I get a free lawn, boy? Sure, I'll ask him. <laughs> <laughs> what, happened about your, what happened about your tomatoes? Did um. Did they turn red in the end? I've had quite a few red ones, and I've had more with blight dropping off the leaves and whatever. Uh, Not happy about that. But I think that might be because I've put them too close together. Oh, really? How close did you ever? I've had kind of an 18-inch... Try and put two in. Oh, okay. No. I think too much. Mm, I'll do things differently. Well, I'll be doing less tomatoes yet next year and more peas. More peas. You'd love to see the grandkids want to come up this weekend and see if there's any peas left. So no, there's not. What else does your <laughs> they're all peed out, mate? What else do your grandkids yeah. like picking in your garden? Pass. They've only yeah. ever come up to nick the peas. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are we gonna? What are you gonna grow next year? It might be a bit different. Well, give me some clues. Hmm. Bean. 
I don't know. Oh, I think like I like being. Yeah. I always. I've never. To be honest with you, Olive doesn't really like peas, but she loves beans. Big All fan. Right. Well, we did. We did do beans, but we got two. Oh. Well, that's not good. That's all we got this year. Do you do pumpkins this year, mate? No. I feel like I've talked no. a lot about pumpkins recently, but I just think anything with like big impact. Maybe. I mean, they'd love it, I'm sure, because I can do it for Halloween, of course. But That's the link. That's the good thing that happens. When you link up to like a, an occasion, they sort of know the end goal, like the end point. Yeah. Well, like I say they, the peas, when they pick them, they don't get back to the house with them. <laughs> They've eaten them before they get back to the door. Your, your granddad. So, if love that, that's what I'm going to do next year. Wow, yeah. Just loads and where, loads. Where, a farm of peas. Where I've done the tomatoes and lettuce down the bottom, I'm just going to put steaks in. Whatever string cross, I can get in there and um, grow more peas. Ian, what you what yeah. got you into like growing stuff? Was it for the grandkids or um, boredom? I think yeah. I had the greenhouse. I've not done anything with it for oh. Can I, can I digress and go back to when the kids were born? My kids, not the grandkids. Yeah, go on. Um, I was a heavy smoker and decided I was not going to smoke in the house once we got kids. So I bought a greenhouse, basically just to go out somewhere as a shelter to smoke in. <laughs> yeah. And then started growing bits and pieces, a few tomatoes, a few peppers and what have you. Courgettes, I think, was one of the first things I did. Uh, then it got left. The kids grew up, left home. The greenhouse was left there. The ivy crawled all over it. And then um, grandkids came up while we were away and ripped all the rubbish away. Oh, wow. All the driving and everything else, so the greenhouse was open again. I thought I should use this. So I did. Started messing about with different bits and pieces. So it's all because of they because they started ripping it out and, and yeah, I, I, I just left it to the elements and forgotten about it. Yeah, but because oh, wow. they turned around and helped clean it up. Yeah. That, that is um, actually, that's an unusual story. You're the first person I think I've ever spoke to whose grandkids has gotten into, grow, into growing stuff other than, than the other way around. Yeah. That's cool. Not bad, no, they help. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was at a low point after the throat cancer. I've decided, no, I've had enough. I'm not going to do anything. And they came in two days. Well, we we were away in the motorhome for, for a couple of nights, and they'd been up, did all this. When we got back, the garden was hell of a lot better than it was when we left. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, a new start. Let's go for it. 
Yeah. Oh, that's amazing, man. People always ask me, how do you cut your lawn? Ha. Well, the simple answer is, well, uh, let me tell you. I fly mo, fly mo, fly mo with daily 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 fly mo, fly mo. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Do you talk slugs? Yeah, let's let's talk slugs. <laughs> what are you saying? Well, I mean, if if you want a uh, a technical definition of what a slug is, um, it's a snail without a shell. Yeah, but it's not the same, is it? It is the same, yeah, yeah, yeah. Biologically, anatomically, evolutionary, it's a snow without a shell. They just evolve slightly differently. And what a lot of people don't know is that slugs are actually, most slugs you see in your garden are harmless to your plants. There's only a very, very select few. And a lot of slugs are doing an awful lot of good in your garden because what they're doing is they're, 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 they're breaking down and eating dead and decaying organic matter. Some of them are carnivorous. Some of them actually you know, attack other slugs that could be causing problems in your garden. Oh. So it's well worth being a bit sort of selective about how you treat them and how you look after them um, and how you look after your plants, obviously, because um, just up the, the, the road from me, um, when, when I take my little boy out for a walk twice a day at the moment, he's, uh, you know, he's just over one. So I put him in this carrier and take him out to uh, give the wife a bit of sanity. There's this lovely garden that is just full of hostas in pots. Yeah. Um, and obviously hostas, you know, slugs love them, absolutely love them. And, you know, the best way that this, this lady could um, help with her slugs is just to every week or so move the pots out, have a little look see who's back there and just move the slugs put them in a bucket and you know maybe uh deposit them next door or something or chuck them in a hedgerow or just 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 move them away wow but, uh, yeah 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 and uh, yeah no i mean slugs can be a problem uh they they, they they definitely can be a problem um but um yeah there's a lot of people out there that quite like going out at night with a torch and then you can actually find the slugs that are on your plants causing the damage and you pick those ones off stick them in a bucket and you know get rid of them uh, in, in one way or another well i just but, always so. assumed that all slugs were bad like we had last night we had so many they were everywhere if they're on your plants then you've caught them in red-handed <laughs> so definitely get them off and uh, um you know if it's very very hot weather most slugs will be nowhere near your plants because they'll be actually living underground. And if it's, it's been so hot and lovely this summer, um, they need a lot of moisture to survive. So what they'll actually do is they'll be living underground and they will actually spin a cocoon around themselves to preserve their moisture because mm. they can't cope in the hot weather. So if we've got lovely hot weather, then all of a sudden you've got a couple of wet days. That's the time to be really vigilant and go out and try and find the little critters that are on your special plants. Um, and uh, that, that's the time to ambush them. But uh, yeah, no, they're, 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 um, not every slug is the enemy. No, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, and um, yeah, they're, 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 they're interesting creatures. They're, they're, they are. I know this is a family show, so I will stay clean. <laughs> but you know, they're, 
they are hermaphrodites. Yeah, I have heard this before, yeah, which is um They scary. have both male and female bits. So they do so, themselves. They do each other, but what they do is they have a little cuddle and a little squirm around, and uh, that's how um, the uh, the deed is done, shall we say. Well, thank you for explaining it so nicely. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, mate. That's all right. And, 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 and you know, if you want to um, you know, control them, and if you do need to use a chemical, um, iron or ferric phosphate slug pellets are reasonably pretty good. Um, mm. You know, there, there, there's a lot of problem with metaldehyde, um, which is the, uh, the traditional slug killer, um, which, uh, you know, the slug gets killed and then it gets eaten by something that goes up the food chain and then it starts killing buzzards and, and you know, apex predators and all that sort of thing. Um, but the iron or ferric phosphate um, slug pellets, which are very commonly available, um, are pretty, pretty, pretty much safe. Um, so if you have to use those, look for that, that ingredient. because Are, that's are they safe for like environment. other wildlife as well? Yes, yeah, because um, iron and ferric phosphate, they actually break down into iron in the soil. So anything that's not eaten by the slug um, just breaks down to iron. And, and, and the thing about any type of slug pellet, you've got to have decent coverage in as much as you have to make sure that there's a barrier. So a slug has got to crawl across it so he gets hit by it to get to the plant. Um, mm. So it needs to be scattered well. It's more about how well you apply it. Um, then, you know, because if you just scatter a few bits around, there's a great big hole that the slug can get through. Then they'll just the, dodge the around it. Can't work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they'll dodge around it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's um, slug, slug, slugs are generally speaking not that bad in the garden. You, you should encourage all wildlife into the garden, and in, in, in rare cases, you know, possibly think about using a slug pellet. Um, but um, yeah, they're expensive. I'd, I'd sooner spend my money on plants in, in, in my garden. Oh yeah, just buy um, some more plants. <laughs> yeah, you can do. And, 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 and you know, plant-resistant varieties of plant that, that, that slugs don't like. If you've got a slug problem, um, I mean, I, you know what my garden looks like. I'll send you a couple of uh, pictures. Oh, yeah, it's drinking decking, uh, which all the slugs and snails are underneath, and then, then it's that awful fake grass, which I'm slowly getting rid of but you know i, I, I want to do it properly yeah. um and uh, find out how i can dispose of it safely and all that sort of thing um and um yes yeah, so in my garden there are so many places that slugs can can can, can hide so i'm not going to grow hostas i'm going to grow stuff which is resistant to slugs that slugs don't like mm. um and um yeah that, that that's that that's a yeah, reasonably good bit of advice there i think or buy some sacrificial hostas just for them to eat well, yeah, yeah, no, that, no, that, 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 that is a brilliant idea, uh, and that is actually used in the industry. That's called a push and pull you strategy, where you plant plants around the plant that you don't want to be attacked. If, if you put marigolds underneath your tomatoes, then the leaf miners will go to the marigold first, and they won't trouble your tomatoes. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, that, 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 that's a yeah, yeah, that's a really good idea. Have you ever used the plants um, for a long time? Like, I've never used this before, but. When I said to my nan about slugs eating my stuff, she said, oh, copper rings. Yeah, I mean, copper is quite expensive. Um, uh, copper is also um, um, relatively toxic to things. You know, mm. co copper sulfate sprays there are out there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, they can work. It's a lot of hard work. 
And what's probably more effective, because there are lots of different ways that you can see online of, of controlling uh, slugs, if you've got a big infestation and um, beer traps, there's a benefit here because you don't have to dr- give the slugs all the beer. You can maybe have a little tipple yourself. But, <laughs> sure. but sink a couple of glasses in the ground put some beer in and, and all the sugars and the uh, um the, the lovely beery smells they, they they attract them the slugs fall in and at least maybe they die happy yeah i mean there's worse ways to go i suppose yeah <laughs> but, um, i mean I, I mean quite frankly the um I mean, one really good way of if you've got a problem plant is to put down a a piece of slate um uh, or, or just anything that's um you know uh, half a meter square uh, or foot square uh, and check it regularly because the slugs will live under there so if they, they're having a nibble on your plants they'll go to the nearest place that's moist and dark and safe and then it's not safe because you lift it up every couple of days find the slugs and then get rid of them and um, that that's probably more effective than beer and copper and all that sort of stuff in, yeah. in, in my opinion they can get like through like the tininess of spaces and i only know this because for ages and ages, we had a slug problem in our kitchen. Oh, wow. wow. I know, right? So it was quite damp behind um, our sink. And I think basically they were living there, but they got through like the smallest events to get to that space. And then every night we used to come downstairs. I used to come downstairs for a drink of water and um, step on a slug. Oh, that's not nice. No, <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> Oh, they were sorted now. <laughs> Fantastic. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they, they've got no internal organs like a skeleton that, that we, you know, with invertebrates compared to, uh, you know, gastropodian um, slugs. They, they, so they can fit through anything. You know, they, 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 they are they are very squishy and, and not nice to step on in the middle of the night. No, we we uh, occasionally, um, you know, coming outside in the, in the night on the decking, um, the, there's the occasional squidge. Uh, and they can get massive, yeah. Mark. They're like ridiculous size. Well, generally speaking, the bigger the slug, the less likely it is to be a problem uh, to you. Um, generally, the bigger slugs are the ones which are predators or they're detritivores, so they eat dead decaying organic matter. Oh. Um, but, but generally speaking, the really massive slugs don't eat your plants. Um, it's the little ones that are hard to find. They're, they're, they're the ones to watch out for. Right. Um but um, it's, a, it's a, a big subject and, uh, you know, best not just to go down with the chemicals, best to catch them in the act. And then, you know, you've got the guys that, that are causing the problem. Yeah, so I'm not really, into these chemicals, not really into the chemical side of things. I'll do anything not to use them sort of things. I mean, on slugs. So, um, yeah, I have known someone. I, don't, I think they're on the group tonight, but someone once um, collected all the slugs from their allotment. Mm-hmm. Went to the nearest train and put a box of slugs on the seat and watched the train go down down the tracks to get rid of oh. them. Oh, no, that's not. Uh... Well, it's not that's nice just... to a person that sits down on the train after a hard day's work and opens the box to find a box of slugs, is it? Yeah, yeah. No, just go and relocate them somewhere. Um, you know, a bit of woodland, you know, a bit of hedgerow. Uh, or yeah, like far, like, like just... away from the garden, right? Exactly. Yeah. Pointless yeah, move. I've moved them from one end of their garden to the other to get rid of them. They're quick. You don't like your neighbours over the hedge. Yeah, well, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> there is that, Mark. Mate, as always, uh, no thanks for your incredible, incredible knowledge. 
Oh, it's all right. Maybe someday we'll be the next Alexander Armstrong and Richard Osman. That'll be it, mate. 100% for sure. Okay. Well, you take care. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I'll speak to Cheers, you, dude. Mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks, man. Always, always full of knowledge, Mark. Is. Um, it's called in a few times. Um, and also offering... We're no off-takers yet. No takers from our official grass podcast the other day. Um, if you've got artificial grass, you rip it up. Mark will give you the seed to lawn it, mate. You want proper lawn? Don't want that plastic stuff? Mark will sort you out. Had no takers yet. Went on the podcast today, or is it tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow that podcast goes out. So, um, right. Let's have a look for your comments. Phone lines are open, as always. Uh, call in. Um, oh, hang on. Wait a second, everyone. Hello. Uh, Hello, mate. While I was, <laughs> I did. I uh, was just googling saffron crocus, mate. While you um, were calling, I didn't see you pop up. Sorry about that. I'm having real trouble with the internet, as as you probably know, with the last stream we had when I last uh, popped on the camera. But hopefully, it's going to be fine now. Um, I did. I did say about the hedgehogs and I have made a video for the winter series coming out on my channel. Um, basically I got years ago, it was an old uh, hundred liter uh, recycling bin they give you in yeah. my area, and which what I've done is I've, I've cut it. I've cut a small hole out of it. And obviously where it's dark and it's moist in this time of the year in the UK, the slugs love it. The snails and slugs go in there and obviously the hedgehogs use it as a hotel. Yeah, that's it. That's it. They really enjoy it. And it's a great idea for encouraging wildlife to your allotment and also to your gardens. Do you get a lot of hedgehogs um, at allotments? Uh, Yeah, I've got quite a few on the wildlife cameras down at the allotment. I have spotted quite a few um, hedgehogs. And this year I've even got a camera of a badger that's down there, recording of a badger. I've never, I'm 32, I've never seen a badger. Nor have I, nor have I. I've only seen them at the side of the road, unfortunately, but I've seen, uh, the first time I've seen a live one at the allotment through the wildlife cameras. Well, you've only seen it through the camera. They make right old mess badgers, don't they? Apparently so. I've, I don't actually know much about it. When I see it on the camera, I thought, is, it, is that... And a cat walking across, but it wasn't as a badger. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, what other wildlife? I tell you what, Dan. Someone said in the group, right, that um, that they're not allowed a pond in their allotment. Yeah, when I had my old allotment, one of my old allotments, they did. It was exactly the same rule. They they put it down to health and safety. Kids can fall in, but. My point is you can walk at the allotment on a windy day and have either a pane of glass blow off a greenhouse and eat or a bit of plastic or something like that, isn't it? It's yeah. one of those. It's one that there's more dangerous things at the allotment than having a pond, I think. I think so. I think they're good. I mean, I, I mean, my, my pond is not really a pond. It's like a, it's just a uh, washing up bowl. So I class it as a pond, you know, but it's not really a pond Anything to encourage wildlife into the garden is is good isn't it it's it's good for everyone i think you ever had any 
Have you any issue, issues with uh, slugs? I'm guessing not, considering you've made a slug buffet in a wheelie bin. I did last year. I've, I had quite a big problem, and I was using a lot of slug pellet, unfortunately, and beer traps. But yeah. it still wasn't making, it wasn't controlling the slugs. But I did a lot of research into it, and this is this is the best way what I've, I've found is by putting a pond in the allotment. Right, got ya. Because they fall in, or because there's frogs? Pardon? Because they fall in, or or because there's frogs? Uh, they can... If you leave a ramp, a big enough ramp for the wildlife to get out, it, everything's absolutely fine. And the pond I... The pond I've got is probably um, it's probably about three foot by two and a half foot, and it's no deeper than I would say about two foot. So it couldn't do any damage to anyone and the wildlife. If anything fell, fell in it, it could easily get out. Yeah, makes sense then. It makes sense. Dan, you've got a daughter, and I didn't realise this the other day. Yeah. Do you get her involved in gardening a lot? All the time all the time she was this year i've actually given her a part of my allotment and she's grown potatoes sweet corn tomatoes and she's starting to get to that age now where she wanted to be on youtube and there is a few videos up of her doing work on the allotment as well future so YouTube. Like how old is she? uh she's seven. Oh wowza what works best what sort of things work best to get a um down there obviously given um given her own space works well it does see the very first problem i had is on my allotment literally no more than about 20 feet away you can see a park and when right. it was a few years back the only thing she was interested in is going into the bloody park <laughs> but <laughs> now she's actually taking notice of the allotment and she loves things like sweet corn and stuff like that. And it's learning even more. It's learning even more when she goes to school. The other the other day, she had a lesson about growing vegetables. And apparently, yeah. she gave me the lesson. Oh, well, school. that's handy. <laughs> <laughs> All the knowledge already up there. That's what I'm hoping my daughter's going to do. When they start talking about that sort of thing, I hope she's just going to come out of loads of facts and um, show that she's actually been listening to her dad. I think it. I think if you don't force the kid into it, if you encourage them, I think that they would they pick it up a lot more. I picked it up from my granddad years ago, and I've continued it. And obviously, my hopefully my daughter continues it because yeah. my wife, my wife comes from the Philippines, and out in the Philippines, growing food is the main source of obviously the main source of it. So she's kind of a lot of her family rears in a farm and stuff like that so it's very very important to my family to make sure that my daughter knows where food comes from yeah. and how much difference stuff is does she um does she do a lot of um gardening at school uh as they've just gone back now they're doing uh two days pe one day gardening and then the rest of the days in the classroom Oh, so like trying to get outside as much as possible. Yeah, trying to get away from this so they're not in this by this virus, this horrible virus that's going around. I've heard of it. 
I've bloody worked by it for the last six months, so it's been pretty hard. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. Um, Dan, as always, um, thanks for calling in, dude. It's been good chatting to you. You got anything, you. anything else you've been up to recently? I can't remember last time we, we last talked last Wednesday, was it? Yeah, but there is a video coming out in two weeks' time of my plan, oh. brand new flying mode. Yeah? Yeah, what? I've brought it. What did you get? The Flymo, um, it was the 600, £650 one. What, the robotic? The robotic, yeah. Mate, you will not regret it. You've, you've literally changed your, instantly changed your life. <laughs> right it's now. You have any problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But i got to go. <laughs> right, let's know how you get on. I've looked forward to seeing the video as well, mate. Absolutely fantastic, mate. I'll see you later. Nice one, dude. Thanks for calling him. And you, mate. There we go, everybody. There we go. Um, I must clip that up to show fly my the people were buying. He literally has changed his life, guys, by buying a flymo. And what was it about Hedgehog? Oh, that was it. Uh, you and Sean were discussing uh, about Hedgehog Highways. Yeah. I actually saw um, a post the other day of somebody saying uh, it was an aerial photograph, of, you know, like of the new build estates and things like that. And they put these six-foot fences all the way through the back garden, and it's just like a load of prison cells to the hedgehogs. Yeah. Um, I think the Hedgehog Highway is definitely something that should be promoted. I've seen some. I've seen some new house builds um, actually put hedgehog highways in, but very, yes. very rarely does that happen. Yeah. But you are right. Like I think uh, I've talked about this on, on the podcast before about people like building their little castle, their gardens, their castle, and to stop any anyone getting in, but it also stops um wildlife getting as well. So I think we yeah. probably saw a lot more hedgehogs before and when they didn't have to go out onto the road to get yeah. into the gardens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just sort of, it, it, the message needs to get out that without the insects and the creepy crawlies and the wildlife, there'd be no us. Yeah, exactly. That's so true, yeah. man. Um, it's a really difficult one because because we like gardening, we sort of know. So we sort of talk to people that know that. It's really difficult. Like some of my mates, not really that bothered. <laughs> not really that bothered no. about it. So it's sort no, of trying to them and try and get them to think about it. But it's not really something they want to chat about down the pub. They, they just sort of glaze over, don't they? Yeah, they're like whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Oh dear us. Um, do you get me slugs, Russ, in your garden? Uh, no. No, um, but I use I I I'm I was nodding and smiling when Sean was saying about beer traps stinking. I yeah. do get slugs in my garden at home. I don't get them so much on the allotment, but I do at home. On the allotment, I think the chickens take care of most of that. Right, yeah. Um, but at, but at home, I have a big problem because I grow uh, chilies in pots. Right. And like I said, when Sean was saying about slug traps, uh, beer traps stinking is is not wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. You have to keep. You have to keep changing them. Um, and just a bit of selfless, shameful promotion. I actually have a video about how to make slug trap beer traps from a two-liter pot bottle. Have you? Yeah. 
Like, well, mate, tomorrow night we might review oh, that on the show if we want our people talking. <laughs> it's well. not my greatest piece of work, but you know, during the middle of the Rona and we're trying to get content out. Of course. Um, grow your own kitchen garden. I'll be checking out, I'll be subscribing, mate. And um cheers, man. Thanks cheers. for calling. I remember Hedgehog Crisps. I, can't, I think I remember. Sorry, I just noticed what Sean's saying. Hedgehog Crisps? Yeah, I think I remember a, a, a joke flavour that they did. I think it was a, a Red Nose Day flavour that Walkers did. I think. Sounds sounds normal. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, uh, thanks for calling in, dude. No problem. Just thought I'd put a face to the name that's been a pain in your ass all night. It's always helpful. Be delighted. Bye-bye. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you fancy giving it a review, then five stars only. You know the score. Just five stars. Write what you want after that, can't you? But five stars in your podcast app. Uh, thanks to Flymo. Flymo.com for all your Flymo needs. And, uh, yeah, if you want to get in contact, it's lee at skinjingarnet.co.uk or on the socials. And remember, we go live Monday to Thursday, 8 till 10, on Facebook. Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. This is a Skin and Gin Gardener podcast sponsored by Flyro.